I gotta play. It's a guy that we both like. There's one that sold for 61 on April 27th. Damn. Free shipping. Hell yeah, man. It's not the obvious guys that win you your league. Oh, I'm on the clock. Oh, no, I got auto-picked. Oh, oh there's one. Oh, you missed your pick. People start going way off the board here. That's a steal, baby. I was clicking the button. This is all messed up now. How do we get so many auto picks? Two, one. Nailed it. Welcome back to the Football Card Quest. We are entering the final week of the regular NFL season here, 2023. I'm your host, Andy Kaysen. Got my man, eBay hitman steve caladesi over here with his uh is that a bang that you had there steve always is always is <laughs> always is hitman doing his thing uh and right off the bat we're guys we're gonna jump in the top storylines out of week 17 we're gonna correlate everything with the football card market look at week 18 we've got 20 teams in the nfl still eligible to make a run at the super bowl this is crazy it's a record number of teams this year that are still eligible for the playoffs and the super bowl heading into week 18 so we've got a full slate of games and only four of these games are really meaningless and we're going to talk about which four those are all the games that you need to focus on plus these top storylines and we've got some bold 2024 takes that have come out and the, the rankings, we want to look at how the rankings have updated and see how that's correlating over to the eBay sold data. Steve, right off the bat, uh, I, I want to open it up, man. Lamar Jackson looks like the clear MVP reactions to Lamar to taking on the number two AFC seed, the Miami Dolphins. Did you expect the Baltimore Ravens to just destroy them that badly? Um, not that badly. No, I, I didn't also know that Waddle and, um, and, uh, what's his face? The, the running back, we're going to miss time, but either way, uh, I think by halftime, it looks like they gave up a bit because it was just, I don't know. It was too easy to score and Miami's defense is far better than they played. So, uh, it looks like they are putting on autopilot and sitting him this week, but, uh, yeah, man. That was quite the beatdown, and uh, they've made quite the statement. They've lost to the Steelers earlier in the season, but uh, they've beaten just about everybody else. Yeah, I was uh, I was really surprised. Um, and and Lamar's prices have gone up a lot as a result. Uh, I still think, obviously, the Dolphins are going to make a playoff run here. So there's still a team that when you compare when you compare the prices of what Tua and what he's done over the season, there's still what is perceived to be a lot of upside. Like I, I was looking at the rookie ticket auto prices um, earlier, and we'd like to compare those four main quarterbacks. Um, and when you look at Tua's compared to Jalen Hurts and Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow, we found some really interesting data on eBay, guys. Uh, so right off the bat, Steve, Justin Herbert, who's missed time, plus the Chargers are outs. And uh, they fired their head coach. They need to upgrade at coaching. Uh, so, outside of Tua, are you um, are you in on on Justin Herbert, or do you think it's time to fire sell him? Uh, I, I've seen some people that have fire sell him, including a rookie ticket uh, a rookie ticket auto cracked ice that was at fifteen thousand dollars that someone took five grand for. And then look at this man. 
you have a couple rookie ticket autos like this blue prism one out of 75 psa 9 down to 1280 a 450 dollar hand signed one where he signed his 2020 nfl offensive rookie of the year i mean these these justin herbert cards have gone down a ton dude yeah um very reactionary with uh, injuries and you have that uh, only multiplied by the fact that the coach was fired and uh, the team just kind of looks like it's in disarray right now. So people are either cutting their losses or looking to move laterally into something else like that, or, uh, you know, another big QB that might be on the rise. But a lot of these people that have Herbert rookies, especially of that value have been hanging on to them for a while and uh could it be sold out of necessity who knows but um for somebody that maybe couldn't afford to get into that market before uh this actually presents a good opportunity whether you're buying like base even or um, high-end stuff like that andy we were talking about it before the show i just picked up uh, some base optics of herbert there's actually quite a few right now that are under 20 dollars that are well centered on ebay that you can go get yourself nice. you know, there was a point where that was a $55 card, not in 2020, but even a year or two ago. So, um, yeah, I mean, look at look at Lamar's stuff, right? Lamar's stuff was cheap before the season. Lamar's stuff, Lamar's stuff was cheap last year. Um, even before the season started, the optic hollow uh, of Lamar, just the optic hollow, not an auto, uh, is up like five, six times in a PSA 10 slab. From last year so the 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 lesson here is that it's not the nail in the coffin when a talented player's stuff goes down but typically typically just that bump in the road yeah it's interesting you know he's still really good for fantasy when we talk about our our weekly finishes and our top 10 rankings justin herbert is still putting up good fantasy points with a lack of weapons a lack of good coaching like talent around him the defense was terrible uh, so I still think I agree with you. He's, I think it's a bump, a speed bump in his career. He's a good quarterback. I like taking advantage of this. Um, I think this might be a good time over the next few weeks, maybe even at a card show or something where somebody's really like you saw with that cracked ice that went for five grand. I mean, that's just an indication of the other cards for Herbert going incredibly low and uh, everybody's got their eyeballs on Lamar. And there is a lot of uh, player incentives to look into this week, like Odell Beckham Jr., for example. If he gets five more receptions in week 18, uh, he gets like a $250,000 bonus or something like that. So, um, you know, stuff like that is big. You know, a veteran guy that's signed, he wants to get the ring. You know, I think they're probably going to feed him those five targets this week to get him to hit his number so he gets his little bonus uh and uh that that uh, i appreciate james sharing the um the 2018 donner's rated rookie lamar jackson psa 10 that card is up 50 percent in the past 180 days now past six months new trend of 123 let's look at what the latest buy nows are going for 130 141 holy crap so January 2nd, there was actually an auction that went for 171.50. And he shared that there is an auction ending in nine minutes tonight for 
Uh, it's currently at 137.50 with 36 bids. What do you think this one ends at, Steve? Um, I don't think a lot of people watch the buy it nows. I think there's even a chance it goes above the uh, the buy it now price. I've seen it happen quite a few times, so I think it can go just under just above that 155. Now, uh, when we look at the Week 18 schedule, right off the bat, we got uh, no Thursday night game this this week. Um, but I was thinking about moving our show to tomorrow night, but I'm glad we did it tonight because we've, we've hit every Wednesday night this entire season except for maybe one where I was traveling back or something like that. So uh, hats off to you, Steve, man. You're ultra consistent. You've been crushing it week in, week out. Um, how'd you do? How'd you do in fantasy in week seventeen? Uh, well, I won one league and I uh, finished third in one of our dynasty leagues. So yeah, uh, I, I saw I that. I can't complain. I think overall in net gain from all my buy-ins, almost what about, certainly net gain. So what, uh, what about the, um, the one uh, that I underdog. won was thankfully the most expensive buy-in one. Oh, nice man! Let's go. What about uh, underdog fantasy? Didn't make the final week. Uh, I, I had some placers in the week before, but none that uh, carried over. So small hit on the overall buy. And I didn't screen grab what my overall investment was, uh, but I ended up with like a couple hundred, three, four hundred bucks back from all the uh, the drafts we did. Cool, cool. Well, uh, final week, week 18, still a lot of pick em action on Underdog Fantasy. Promo code Quest, never too late to get in. They also have their playoff best ball going. Uh, and we will be here uh, every week throughout the playoffs and then into free agency, the draft. We'll be here every week, guys. Steve and I are going to be here every week chopping it up. We'll be doing never too early best ball drafts. And we always correlate it back uh, to the sports card market. We, we, make, we make dual plays on both of these markets. And I'm looking at the Steelers-Ravens game. So the first thing I want to ask you is your reaction to Mason Rudolph leading the Pittsburgh Steelers to another W this past week against the Seahawks. And uh, George Pickens looking pretty good out there with Mason Rudolph, man. Mason Rudolph seems to be the new QB1 in Pittsburgh. Uh, and, and from what I'm reading on Twitter is that Kenny Pickett has intentionally been benched at this point. Like, he has cleared to play from his ankle sprain, but they are not putting him back in the game. It seems like they're washing their hands of that uh, 20th overall pick from 2022, and they're ready to move on. Uh, and the Steelers are still in contention for the playoffs at 9-7, and seven, and they, they had to take on the Ravens this week. And so I think the Ravens are going to be playing in some capacity, like we mentioned, the incentives for Odell Beckham. Um, and the Steelers are definitely playing. What was your reaction to Mason Rudolph this past week? And what do you think about this matchup here, week 18? I think it's deserved for sure. Uh, I think the real amazing thing is that the Steelers are nine and seven, given how bad the quarterback position has been for the whole season. So, uh, the defense in the first half of the season carried pretty hard, and uh, now they're playing kind of as a unit again they have a functional offense and uh rudolph has pretty much surpassed the entire season in my opinion that pickett's had in just a few games so um good for him man 
definitely earned. I don't know if you heard his post-game speech, but uh, it's a man of faith, and he just uh, you know prayed for another opportunity to show himself, and here he is. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, man. Uh, I'm I'm looking to see if there's a lot of buy it now data. Not not a lot of buy it now data on him, but there is quite a bit of of just auction data, like 2018 cards. Pretty healthy supply, as you can see here. And he was drafted by the Steelers, which is what I think makes his storyline really cool. Because like, there was a lot of Steelers fans that were calling for him to be the starter uh, last year and this year. Uh, over um trubisky and and pickett so it's um yeah we'll see we'll see what we'll see what he can do this week against his elite uh baltimore ravens defense i'm not sure that the you know the ravens have a, a ton to really play for outside of a couple incentives so it's like they, i mean they're they're pretty far ahead at this point in terms of home field advantage first round by you know look at that they're they're now three games ahead of two games ahead of of the second seed Dolphins. It makes you wonder how many starters will actually play. Uh, Lamar already is not playing, so what's you know what what does that translate into offensively for everyone else? And who else even plays on the offense or defense? There's is there really even a reason for anyone to play? If they're two games ahead, I would say no. You could almost say that this is like a, a toast to the um, to the Steelers to say, "Hey, can you beat our backups?" Yeah, I think layup layup matchup for Mason Rudolph, man. Maybe a little opportunity for Mason Rudolph cards to go up. I mean, looking at all these rookie autos for 50, 75, 80 bucks. You know, Steve, we were talking about Joe Flacco last week. And sure enough, man, all those Joe Flacco cards sold. I mean, the Joe Flacco market really went up quite a bit last week. Um, just like you and I predicted they would whenever uh, whenever they beat the Jets. You know, I mean, we talked about the Jets. That was that was a big moment for for them, man. So this might be the Mason uh, Mason Rudolph week against. You know what? What will be perceived as the elite Ravens, but uh, on the surface. But if you look deeper, it's going to be a lot of backups, right? So uh, th this could be interesting opportunity for Mason Rudolph to grab a wild card spot with the Steelers, and that could be very interesting if uh, you can get something that's just super, super low, super cheap. Uh, I mean, obviously he knows this system really well. He's got a good chemistry with George Pickens. Man, he's throwing a good deep ball to George Pickens, and he's just going up and getting it right now. So uh, there's there's an interesting opportunity there. I'm I'm curious, you know, Carter called out Garrett Wilson as a play of the week yesterday, and now I'm wondering, like, where does George Pickens rank in terms of rookie ticket auto value compared to uh, compared to Garrett Wilson? That's a good point. I mean, both suffering from similar situations in quarterback play. Um, so that that is a good comparison here because, you know, both are touted as uh, elite receivers, maybe Garrett Wilson a bit more. But uh, a lot of their lack of production this year has been tied to simply just someone getting them the ball. And 
let's see here. They've dropped a lot, man. For for a car that only has a population of twenty five, there was one that sold on Christmas Eve for just ninety nine dollars. Eight an eighty dollar one on the twenty third, a seventy seven dollar uh, fifty four cent uh, one on December eighteenth, and this is a, a rookie ticket auto PSA tens. So these are cards that when you look at the one year, I mean, we had a, a $354 auction at the beginning of the season. Now that's uh, pretty high, but even if you just look at the average from before the season, 285, uh, well, that was, that was a, uh, that looks like a red zone one, but it, there we got 167, 128, 197. Uh, with a card that, that low in population on the PSA 10, they're definitely down quite a bit from where they were at the peak. They're probably down about 50%. You're probably getting about a 50% discount on both the Pickens and the Garrett Wilson, but Pickens has got a shot at the playoffs here. Uh, that, that makes another interesting play specifically on eBay because you have time, right, Steve? I mean, you have time to get buy these cards on eBay and get them in in, uh, in time to... Uh, turn around and list them for the playoffs. Yeah, a few weeks ago, you asked who I was recommending as a sell. I said Pickett and Pickens as a combination. Uh, Pickens is kind of coming back around. I will give him that. But um, I still think, at least for the time being, some of his prices are a bit absurd. Still, you have a lot of people holding bags because they bought at the wrong time. But you can see now that there are some some buys. That's a good example right there. Uh, the orange one. Is that an orange one? Yeah, it's an orange one. It's yeah. got four days left, but it has that best offer ability. Uh, I flagged this one, Steve. It's a base rookie ticket auto, but it, and it ends on Saturday night. Um, $10.50. So, you know, this this is going to be interesting because it's a well-timed auction. You got you got the game at 4.30. We'll see how well uh, Pickens plays with Rudolph on Saturday. That, could, that auction could do pretty well um, or it could go way undervalued. But those are kind of opportunities that I would I would look for um, here and, and just people that need to sell right now, period, maybe. Um, you know, you can you never, never underestimate the power of a, of a 50 to 60 percent offer right here's i mean here's the thing too is uh you can't say anything bad about what mason rudolph's done obviously he's he's earned the job going forward at least for for now um but ravens are still the ravens and even the backups could maybe out scheme or outplay the steelers if they don't make the playoffs um you know you do find yourself probably in a bit of a holding situation probably till around draft time because you could find Steelers possibly looking at a free agent QB. I know Russell Wilson's name's been thrown around, uh, maybe drafting somebody, which could bring a lot more excitement to any of the receivers on the team. So I think that's a possibility. But, yeah, it's definitely a big, big play for if you get it and they win. Uh, but as you've shown, Pickens values down enough that I think if you buy it around current prices, there's definitely a ceiling that you can wait on. So 
who is going to make it into the playoffs from the AFC South? I mean, this this is wild. We got three teams from the division that are all tied in, in record. The Jags this past week shut out the Panthers in a game where the Panthers owner dumped a beer on a on a Jags uh, Jag fan's head. Uh, so that's that's interesting. <laughs> that guy's a joke. So the Panthers are just a, a, a joke of franchise right now. They're in a lot of turmoil and trouble, and he should be forced to sell the team. A lot of people are calling for him to sell the team, but, uh, you know, the Jags made short work. Travis Etienne, big day, big day. Then the Texans win. C.J. Stroud comes back, so it looks pretty good. They get a big win. The Colts also doing their thing, now 9-7. and seven. Uh, We got the Colts and the Texans squaring off here on um on saturday night man this is a big matchup it's your prime time divisional matchup it's going to be the only game on tv uh i mean wh- how are you feeling about this game and uh, do you think that uh, or which team do you think is going to make it to the uh to the playoffs out of the afc south oh man i mean if you <laughs> even looking at the records this is about as close of a game as uh, as you can call. Yeah. I think that the overall offensive potential of the Texans is superior, but uh, when they're hot, the front four of the Colts looks possibly, you know, top five in the league for the pass rush. So it's hard to say. Uh, I will say that before the season started, I thought the Colts were a sneaky team to make it in. So, I'll still roll with them. I, I still think the Colts might be able to sneak in, but again, it, it's a it's a slim slim chance for either squad here. Uh, there's not one team that's that much better than the other. Stroud obviously would pro- provide much more hype if they were to advance, uh, but I think the Colts do it. Look what happened to C.J. Stroud's uh, mosaic PSA ten. There's already 103 of them. Uh, decent uh, raw to PSA 10 conversion rate. But look, when the card first came out, like the, the first graded results came out, you had these crazy auctions. And this was also right before he had the concussion. Uh, but this was before Donruss was released. So before Donruss, which has a, all those optic inserts in it, and, and before Prism, the card was 587. And then it went 450 by it now. And then it dipped all the way down to... 115 back to 243 and now it's like uh, it's just kind of slowly come back down there was even some like 100 a 200 buy it now but now the buy it now is 115 196 and now today 90 yeah i mean it's i think it's expected to continue sliding it's just how how uh you know how do you expect it to hold you know above other players of similar similar caliber from other uh draft classes like the burrow or the herbert or the hertz um, i get that he's hotter now but uh, when you put into comparison the production number of the base set in itself um i think that you got to expect that if you bought this at 140, it's probably going to decline in value over time, unless they win the Super Bowl this year. But then that's when you'd want to yeah. be moving it. 
Yeah, I, I, I think it's yeah, it's a combination of um, of that and and the concussion and the heat cooled off a little bit, and then also the new sets like you mentioned coming out. It's just naturally it's got it's got to decline that much. But it's, I think it's just crazy how much somebody's willing to pay at the top end compared to what the actual realistic average for that card is, which is more similar to what we see with the burrows and stuff like that. It's, it's pretty wild, man. Just to just to uh, highlight that, uh, yes, Jason, man, we will be here after the Super Bowl. Yes, sir, we will. We'll be leading up into the free agency and and then the draft, man, where we're gonna be going nuts again at draft time, like we do live streaming for forty eight hours straight and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, Anani says Colts versus Texans is a playoff game which is which is really exciting man I, I like it colts texans it's almost like uh whoever wins this week gets in right i mean you could get in by record alone in the afc south and then give it the tiebreaker to the if there's like so the colts texans are playing each other you win your you're in but then you gotta you gotta deal with the jags who are playing the titans which they get the easy matchup against the titans this should be interesting. What's the what's the uh, health status of Trevor Lawrence right now, Steve? I think they said there's a chance that he does play this week. Um, the interesting thing about that is I believe I read that there's actually a chance that they could be eliminated, but obviously they would have to lose their game, and then there'd have to be a cascade of other situations that goes a certain way. But And that would be something uh, because they were – long perceived to be the obvious favorite, but the Colts have really made a push and uh, the Texans have made a, a late push too, uh, as their case for not only the division, uh, but also with the record, they have a wild card spot. It's going to be interesting because I'm looking at the Jags history. They beat the Colts twice. So they beat the Colts both times, but they lost to the Texans once and they, and they won the other time. So if the Jags beat the Titans and they have the record and the, but the Texans beat the Colts, then in theory, I think wouldn't the Texans get in over over them? Uh, what, what did the Texans what is the Texans history to the Colts here? Okay, so they lost to them and this is their second matchup against them. And no, I think, the, I think yeah. this year more than other years that I've followed football, uh, there is a more in it versus out versus not out versus maybe in scenarios for teams than maybe I've ever seen going into the last week. So uh, if any of your guys' teams are on the cusp there, I recommend popping up on the NFL website and looking at those because, I mean, even up until this past weekend, Andy, the Bears were considered mathematically possible to make the playoffs so it's wild let me let me yeah so they have they have to to break a tie within a division if at the end of the regular season two or more clubs in the same division finish with the identical one loss tie percentage the following steps will be taken until it's head to head best best one loss tie percentage in games between the clubs which we know uh that's that's tied like the jags beat the colts there but they tied with the texans there best one loss tie percentage in games played Within the division, uh, best one loss tied percentage in common. Okay, so there we go. 
So it would come down to common games, like games that they've played uh, that that have opponents in common. Interesting, and then and then other teams within the conference. So I'd you'd really have to uh, strength of victory. Okay, I guess that's like you know how many more points you have than your opponent. Strength of schedule. Wow, so that that gets really really deep. And then ultimately, if none of those, if all of those things are still tied or somehow can't come to a conclusion, they do a coin toss. <laughs> Number twelve is a coin toss. Oh wait, I'm not sharing my screen. Sorry guys. Uh, yeah, not we're um. Yeah, number 12 is a coin toss. So uh, yes. I think if, if we were to break this, yeah, I don't want to spend too much time. We'll derail the entire live stream trying to decipher uh, who would get in here. But we know that it's basically like win and you have a decent chance. I think obviously if the Texans win, they have the better chance because the Colts have already lost to the Jags twice and the Jags have a clear upper hand here against the titans right i mean do you think do you see the jags losing to the titans here it is on the road in tennessee and will levis has still got a lot to prove is he is he banged up what's the injury status on him as well i mean we got got a few injuries uh going on here too that's a that's a good one let's see here i think questionable well he did questionable but he did not practice today but they say he hopes to be able to play this weekend that's not too foreboding so uh at this point i would say he's probably not gonna play but yeah uh trevor lawrence is day-to-day trevor lawrence is day-to-day um and you said will levis looks like he is uh two-headed uh (laughs) Uh, more injuries. Geez, Will Levis has a foot, didn't practice. Me and Ryan Tannehill could start. Well, you know, Ryan Tannehill starting the last game is not bad. Like, I think there's a chance where Ryan Tannehill's got enough, like, egg on his face from earlier in the season that he probably plays pretty good. He probably comes out gun blazing because he's looking at, like, this as, hey, this is a job interview. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a free agent. Ryan Tannehill is a free agent after the season. He needs to work hard to show teams that he can still compete in the NFL if he wants to get a contract somewhere else. You know, simple as that. I think Ryan Tano comes out blazing. I And if Trevor Lawrence doesn't play, I think there's a decent chance that the Titans win this game, to be honest with you. Uh, it could it could easily turn into a shootout. Yeah, I mean, I think with Tannehill, you have more of a uh, balanced approach. You see Henry seems to get a lot more work when he's in the game and you have yeah, Levis likes to yeah. heave it downfield which is good unless it's a pick obviously but uh yeah i mean they've still won five games titans aren't good by any means but they are a threat to win so they're not playing the, for anything but they will play to knock you out of the playoffs i think the i think the best play then to make is Nico Collins, Steve. I think it's Nico Collins, man. It's always Nico Collins, right? Because, I mean, CJ Stroud is just so expensive. And um, I bet you that we could get on the Tank Dell's done for the season. There's going to be a monster game for Nico Collins here. I mean, he had a decent game last week. He's still a target leader on the team. Nico Collins is about to go nuclear here in the next couple weeks. Uh, yeah, it, actually, I wanted to bring him up this episode because 
Let's uh, go. You look at the amount of hype around Stroud. Yeah. And you look at the sheer numbers that Collins has produced with obviously what did he miss? Maybe a game or two only. And uh it should be way higher. It should be way higher than what it is. And he's their guy going forward. Uh he is their guy. He's done really well. He's graded really well for his size, his agility, his his athleticism, his ability to separate against man and zone coverage has been fantastic this year. The uh, reception perception has been charting him all year. The stats are very, very promising for him. So just from a singular perspective, like Nico Collins continues to be one of my favorite guys uh, to look at buying. So here, check out our, our keep them app. If you look at the, our players tab guys, you get access to this, go to footballcardquest.com, click the go premium button. Uh, you go to the players tab, type in uh wide receiver or just type in, Nico Collins in general, um, or actually I like it better when I go uh, 2021, look at 2021 and look at wide receiver and filter down that way. And then you can see Nico Collins here. His hype score is third behind Amon Ross St. Brown, clearly a monster. Uh, who has exceeded a lot of expectations, and it makes sense. He's had the most PSA added uh, over the past seven days. He's also had the most uh, buy it now volume. Uh, besides Jamar Chase, who's actually fallen down uh, a few ranks, injury quarterback, but uh, mainly that that injury there recently. And then uh, Devonta Smith, who actually finished his past game with an ankle injury. We're going to talk about the Eagles in a second. Hold tight, filthy. I know. I know you're you're getting worried over there, but there, there's Nico Collins, man. He's had 12 cards added to the PSA database over the past week. Only two buy it now solds, but seven auction solds and his rookie ticket autos. This price column is how much the lowest priced rookie ticket auto is for Nico Collins. So, you, so when you look at this and you can see that there's a $17 Nico Collins rookie ticket auto online compared to a $70 Amon Ross St. Brown, a $90 Devonta Smith, and a $600 Jamar Chase, a $100 Jalen Waddle. Sign me up. And then you have Elijah Moore, who's another guy. This was my play of the week on um, on Tuesday or yesterday. Today's Tuesday, Wednesday. So yesterday with Carter. I think Elijah Moore is another one with the Browns, uh, a bona fide playoff team. But I love this Nico Collins because – he is the he is the target leader. Like Elijah Moore's got to compete against uh, Amari Cooper, David Njoku for targets. Like a really strong core. Whereas Tank Dell's injured, it's Nico Collins, it's Noah Brown, it's uh, some combination of like Brevin Jordan or Dalton Schultz, whoever's healthy there. But Nico Collins is the, that's like that competition is nothing compared to the Amari Cooper. David Njoku competition for Elijah Moore. I love this price point on Nico Collins right here, Steve. So here's something for you. Okay. Uh, this player has 1,102 yards and seven touchdowns. The next player has 1,066 yards, so about 40 less, and also has seven touchdowns. Those two players are, first one was Nico Collins. Second one is Devonta Smith. Now, wow. you showed me a chart that showed Devonta Smith four to six times more 
expensive for a rookie ticket auto when their numbers are actually identical. Um, and the interesting thing you mentioned Amari Cooper in that conversation, there is less than three tenths of a point fantasy difference between Amari Cooper and Nico Collins. And Amari Cooper just had a record setting game a week ago. Yeah, he sure did, man. Is this one? I can't even see the autograph on that one, but that's a 10 out of 10. That's a gold immaculate currently at just $51 ending in an hour. Where's the auto? They used a blue sharp. Well, that was a mistake. Who gave Nico a blue Sharpie to sign the eye black? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure in better lighting, uh, you could see it no problem. But yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know, hard. man. DC uses pretty good lighting. <laughs> yeah, uh, I feel like you got to give them the benefit of the doubt on that one. It's probably more you what, evident than than we can see on the scan. I tell you what, entry level right here, dude. Uh, because I've seen red prisms, red parallels do really good for Texans. Uh, red and blue, blue does good too. But red, you could argue, does even better than blue. Um, just just looking at other Texans players and soul data from Texans players, I, I see better soul data for red. What do you think is a better color parallel? Let us know in the chat. Steve, I'm, I want to hear from you. Uh, as well, man. What do you think is a better color parallel for Texans players like Nico Collins here, red or blue? Definitely red. Definitely red. And uh, it's interesting, too, because obviously white is a common color on a lot of uniforms, too, but not a lot of teams have uh, not a second color on their uniform that has a color of a parallel. So, like, the blue scope, for example, is not a match because they use a navy blue. Uh, so even the, like, optic auto white version which is still serial numbered uh is a nice basically color match because a lot of the uniform is white yeah man that's a good point look at this rookie ticket auto playoff ticket out of 49 uh, currently at a dollar ending tomorrow at 431 what a that's a great time to end an auction if you're you're trying to snipe because a lot of people are going to be distracted tomorrow at 4.31 p.m. That's, yeah. That's, That's a good-looking raw gonna, card right there, too. I, man. I would definitely hope that gets line. a couple more a couple more eyes on it. But little, little scratch or print line right there. But, I mean, I would I would be, yeah, it's a print line. Look at that. That's a little print line right there across. But, I mean, the corners and edges and everything on this thing look really, really good, man. I, I'd be looking to flip this sucker raw. I think going back to your question, though, the best, best, best is still red. Yeah. Red. Look at it. The guys are saying red, red. Okay. Uh, so there's there's a really good play for you guys to make tonight. We're going to watch a couple of those auctions uh, because I might put in a couple bids. I also want to look at uh, COMC, but I do want to move on to the Eagles because uh, they got, I mean, this is, is this a rock bottom low for them? They got beat by the Cardinals, man. Uh, Kyler Murray coming in and put, putting up 38 points on the Eagles. And now over the past six games, Steve, over the past six games, opponents have been putting up an average of 30 points per game on the Eagles. 
Over the past six weeks, their defense has been one of the worst defenses in the NFL. This is the bad, bad, bad combination for making a deep playoff run. I'm very worried about the Eagles. What are your reactions to the Eagles? It's also important to note that they pretty much have lost the NFC East. Dallas, after a, a very narrow win uh, over the um, the Lions on Saturday, last Saturday night, controversial, right? Uh, but close game. The Lions, the Cowboys have a, uh, a smash matchup this week against the Commanders, one of the worst defenses in the NFL. And the Eagles are playing the Giants, which is no – there's no guarantee that they're going to win this game with how bad their defense is, man. What's your reaction to the Eagles defense right now? Is this team going to turn around or are they going to fizzle out here and, 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 and fall? I mean, I think they're going to get a playoff spot, but it looks like they're probably going to be the number five seed and have to play in a wild card round. Obviously concerning if they uh, are going into, into things stumbling. But uh, I think that they're a good enough team to still turn it around. And we have seen, at least early in the year, uh, the defense be really good. So I think it'd be more of a concern if they hadn't played good at all this year. So you got to wonder if it's – are they not game planning properly? Is it a coaching thing? Uh, they haven't made any major roster changes as far as I know. Well, so, they lost Darius Slay, who's like one of their all-pro corners. He had to get late season arthroscopic knee surgery, uh, but they are hopeful that he he's in recovery right now, and they are hopeful they will get him back in the next week or two, which could be a nice boost to their defense. If they can get him back in time for the playoffs, that may be one of the factors that really helps them out. So I'm not totally counting them out yet, but, man, it's not looking good. I think the team as a whole hasn't looked right. Um, they're not throwing nearly the same way they were early in the year. Defense isn't playing the way it was. It's kind of just grinding to the goal line and tush pushing in. And uh, I think if they play, go back to the way they were playing earlier in the season, uh, they could make a push. But, I mean, they're they're on their heels at this point. And Dallas looks like the, the clear better team, at least for now. Yeah. Um, the over under for this game in New York against the Giants. I'm guessing the Giants are going to be playing Tyrod Taylor. We get another another Tyrod Taylor sighting here. I guess this is a good game for Saquon Barkley. It's another another job uh, job interview, man. Because final game of the year, finish strong. I mean, the guy's going to hit free agency this next year. Uh, I know he doesn't want a franchise tag again. I think he ends up staying in New York. They figure something out. But, um, yeah, you know the Giants have a lot to just play for in terms of, like, you know, trying to get their morale up a little bit and job interviews and stuff. So, uh, Brian, and Brian Dables, he's a good coach. So, uh, I, I think a, this uh, is a close game. I got an auction that I sent over to you since we're on the topic here. <laughs> Ring, 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 ring. Auction in the private chat here. We got a uh, coming in hot here from the Hitman. Let's see what we got. Got a Jalen Hurts. What is this, man? Is that a die cut? Oh, yeah. Silver press proof die cut PSA 10. Uh, $126.50. Was Is this serial numbered at all? No, but I guarantee you. It's, it is. It is. Oh, serial bottom number? Left. Bottom. Bottom left. Oh, there it is. 
What is that out of 15? Uh, 75. It's 38. Oh, okay. Man, that's really hard to see that 75. So maybe you're right. Maybe the DC Sports 87 photos aren't that great. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's a beautiful card, beautiful photo. You have the uh, optic hollow appearance, and you have the rated rookie logo. Uh, serial numbered quarterback rookie cards is the way to go as far as value. And then you got the 10 slab too. Nice. Nice. So what, so what are you uh, recommending that the guy snipe this one at? I think under, under 150, it's got long-term value. Yeah, we know we're going to get a playoff spot out of them. Um, top seed plays bottom seed, so fifth seed. Uh, they, play, they have a matchup middle of the pack out of the first game. Uh, they could easily make it to the divisional round. If you follow that one guy on YouTube, he thinks the Eagles are repeating themselves and um, they're going to lose in the uh, divisional round um, from, what was it, like 2017, 2018? So, I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting. I don't. I, there's going to be very little population on this on this uh, card. You don't in see our database. You'd think that you would, but uh, you you don't see very many uh, serial number die cut cards from Donruss. Period on eBay. Here we go. Um, One out of twenty five. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. If you if you even if you're looking for a specific guy, um, those cards don't come up too too often. I have that same card in uh, in Cole Komet just for my collection, but there's just not I don't know why there's not a lot of them. Maybe people are holding product and they're still all in packs, but you don't see that card for whatever reason, even in a raw format come up come about too often. Yeah, it's, it's really hard to pinpoint down what that card uh, should be going for. There's very little data. Obviously, the gold is going to go for a lot more. That was uh, 750 on the last transaction. The autograph is is the autograph. That's out of 49. So I, I'm thinking, Steve, what, what did you recommend on this one? Like one, one, if you get it under 150. 150? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I dig that. I dig that. Oh, it ended for 168. 168. So you're pretty close. I mean, there's a few bids that came in there at the end. So if you go on, let's see. Uh, Filthy tried to get it, man. And just look up PSA 10s out of 75 yeah. for Hertz. Uh, the Mosaic went for 330. I can't even find a Donruss one, honestly. Mosaic's the closest one I found. Because all the other ones have uh, autos and stuff on them. Hey, so let's um, let's talk about the Bears next. But real quick, let's shout out NoOffSeason.com Sports Card Network. We're, uh, we're part of the NoOffSeason.com Sports Card Network. We're the football card wing dedicated to football card research and selling tips and the bears, Steve, 
The Bears, man, looking good this past weekend. DJ Moore says he wants Justin Fields to be his quarterback long term. Justin Fields is him. Justin Fields is another big game here this past weekend. Big win. Reactions to the Bears laying the beat down. They look good, man. They they look maybe just a piece away from being really good. Uh, you know, I did say that, and that's just, just football 101, not turning the ball over uh, and playing good defense is pretty much a key component. But, uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence and Fields both, part of their Achilles heel has been fumbling since they got in the league. So uh, they've limited that, or at least Fields has, and uh, put some stellar games up. I mean, 268 yards is well above his norm. If he could put that kind of numbers up, you know, close to every week, and that defense plays the way it does. That's a, it's a good, a good sign, honestly. And uh, I do think they should keep him. You have a lot of people that are high on the Caleb Williams train, but I can say from personal experience, there's a lot of people around here that uh, would not like that pick. So, well, you guys have the number one overall pick locked in. Like it is locked in. There's nothing that you can do to lose that pick at this point because the Panthers. Have have secured that for you guys. They've they've locked it in for y'all. So job well done there. Um, and you know the the rumors, man, around Justin Fields and what's going to happen with him, with you guys having the number one. But then also you have your slide. Your second pick is sliding. Like honestly, that this is they should be tanking if they want to get two two top ten. But your second pick is now I think slid out of the top ten, and. Uh, which is fine. I mean, you got the number one overall. But I'm still seeing Fields cards going really cheap, man. I, I got to think that this is still, still right now, a good play for um, uh, for the for the draft hype cycle come April and May. Man, there's going to be so many rumors about what happens to Justin Fields and if he gets traded in a package deal. Could happen draft night. Like, we've seen some blockbuster trades, man. Past couple draft nights, the AJ Brown trade, we've seen a bunch of, we've seen a few of them. The AJ Brown one just jumps off to me though. Um, yeah, what do you what do you think happens here? Um, if if they're gonna stick with Fields, I think there's t- only two logical choices, and that's Marvin Harrison, one and done, get him up, or you do what you did just a couple years ago and you get a big haul like you did for DJ Moore with uh, a really good player and a bunch of picks and uh, just continue to build the team. First thing you have to do is not break the defense up. Uh, if you, I don't know, I, I don't watch NBA anymore. I don't watch MLB nearly as much as I used to, but uh, teams are not the same as they used to. There's not guys that really seem to play for their organization for most of their career anymore. Uh, and you don't want to see the NFL turn into that. I mean, defenses gel together, and sometimes it doesn't take a couple of weeks, but it takes a year or two or three years. So uh, those guys are all young. They're all good. If they can keep those guys together and just keep building the offense. I get there's a lot of teams that would like Justin Fields, but if he keeps playing the way he's playing now, there's really no reason to give up on him. Well, there's a lot to play for in week 18 then, man, uh, because Justin Fields playing for his job. 
the Packers are playing to get into the playoffs, man. If they win this weekend, they have almost a they have greater than a 99% chance to get in. And they're playing each other. The way the season started is the way they're ending it here with the Packers. Uh, I'm on week uh, 17, but if you look, go back to week 18, you guys are playing the pack, man. 425 kickoff Sunday, 44 point over under. If you know if you know anything about this rivalry, uh, Andy, this may not be for a playoff spot for the Bears, but there's way more on the line than you can possibly fathom with these two teams playing. Even if both were out of it, this is a pure hatred game uh, between fan bases and uh, and not to mention the Bears can eliminate the Packers. There's there's no greater win for a Bears fan than to eliminate the Packers. So um, they'll definitely be playing pretty hard for Fields' job, uh, for possibly other coaches on the team's jobs, uh, but mostly to eliminate Green Bay. <laughs> mostly to eliminate Green Bay. That would make them happy, right? <laughs> this is it eliminate would, Green especially Bay. Especially all the times that uh, Rodgers, you know, rained on them at the end of the game and said, I still own you. And, you know, oh. fans off or whatever, you know. So um, there, there is a reversal of fortune coming, and it, it could very well be this week. Jordan Love has done pretty good overall. If you if you compare his stats, uh, his win-loss stats anyways, to the first year of Aaron Rodgers, first year Brett Favre, he's right on, right on, on par with them. So uh, I know there's been good moments, been bad moments. The, the Packers' defense has sucked at times. Um, they've dealt with some some running back issues, some coaching issues, uh, so uh, wide receiver issues all season long from a variety of different guys. So overall, Jordan Love has really hung in there. He, he's done solidly this year. I think he remains their starting quarterback next year. Uh, so this is also a guy that I'm looking at that's just exponentially lower than other players. So I kind of like both quarterbacks in this game because they just go way back, man. Just go way back big opportunities. I know Jordan Love has not gone off at all in terms of price uh, just, just because he's been so-so, man. He's kind of like in that, you know, when you compare him, I got to remember to keep him in that same conversation with Tua and, and Hertz just for price consideration. I think once people realize that, oh, wow, this guy is going to be the Packers franchise quarterback for the next few years, uh, his prices are going to go up. So I'm looking at Jordan Love as a play for like next September. You know, I think the Bears, I'm going to root for the Bears and see if they, they can eliminate the pack here. But I see Jordan Love as a guy that gets hype. He dodges the draft. I see him as a guy who gets hype in September. And these cards are are cheap, man. They're, they're cheap comparative to the rest of his class. I think the price adjustment hasn't come yet because he did have that mid-season slump mm -hmm. and it may have turned a lot of people off but if you remember when the season started his values were really high and um you know after that mid-season slump they definitely took it took a bit of a dive but um we talked a bit before going on that there was a few names i wanted to point out of guys that really climbed on the overall points 
totals for the fantasy uh, rankings. And he's one that came out of obscurity and he's now number five for quarterbacks. Wow. So yeah, that is a massive leap. You know, he jumped Brock Purdy. He dropped, he jumped Mahomes. He jumped Goff, and he is actually Andy less than 10 points behind Lamar. So that is a feat that most people probably haven't logged in and looked at. Yeah, there he is. Number five, man. He's had a, a, a top two finish. He was a QB two last week and he, he helped secure me a championship. Uh, a shout out to uh, lunar mooner out there, AKA uh, Rhino sports cards. Um, he, he, him and I were pretty close. And then I had Jordan love Jaden Reed stack. And I saw that he had Romeo Dobbs. So I'm like, all right, I got to play love. I got to play the rookie Jaden Reed. We're going for it. And sure enough, like within the first, um, I think the first few minutes of the game, Jordan love had thrown a touchdown to Jaden Reed. I, I can't remember if it was that matchup or the one in the finals I had against Shant from Jonathan Taylor cards. I took him out too. I think it might've been him actually. Now that I think about it, but uh, he was clutch for me, man clutch. And I know he helped uh, win a lot of people's leagues this past weekend. Um, so yeah, look at that, man. Two, that's one, two, three, four top five finishes, but you got a couple top 10 finishes in there. You got a lot of top 15 finishes. So when you finish the top 10 quarterback in fantasy, that means you were productive, man. You, you, you balled out. I mean, you balled out for your team. This is, this is franchise quarterback status. This is, you know, these, these finishes, these numbers you're looking at are derived from on-field production. You know, this is what teams want. So um, I think that the question of will he be there next year has been answered. Uh, yeah. Now after those prices go up inherently, I don't see a way where Jordan Love. So I think I look at Jordan Love as like this guy who's like great to snipe at card shows if people are undervaluing. Obviously, you saw you can get rookie ticket autos for like three hundred dollars, and 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 that's like PSA nine serial numbered. And there was one a PSA ten for six five six hundred. I mean, and that just trickles all the way down. Prism Silvers, if I get that for like a hundred bucks or a PSA ten or something, like are you kidding me? Like that's just you know, a fifth of, of, of the Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert values. And I know Herbert's come down a lot, so, you know, it's probably a third now, but still much cheaper than what the deflated Herbert market is. The Hertz market is where he is likely to maybe fizzle out of the playoffs here. Burrow injured, not back till next September and Tua in the playoffs, but clearly outclass this past week from the Ravens. They got to go through the Chiefs. They got to go through the Ravens. They got a tough road in front of them, man, in the playoffs. Uh, so when I look at these finishes, I'm like, Jordan Love's a good investment right now for next season. Here's the thing about him, too, is, you know, Green Bay is a, a long-standing franchise, one of the longest in the league. Uh, there's Green Bay fans everywhere you go, believe it or not, even though they're such a small city. Um, and Jordan Love has somehow made, or maybe have been made, a superstar, if you will, by guys that you didn't expect to pop off. You know, everyone said it's going to be Christian Watson or it's going to be Luke Musgrave. Well, those guys have both been hurt, and he still managed to put massive games up. So I think that there's definitely plenty enough talent around him 
and or he is making people better, one of the two. Whichever it is, is good for his value. Whichever it is, is good for his value. That's the sound, sound bite of the show right there uh, for Jordan Love. So let's look at this let's, before real quick before we we talk about the teams that have been that that are meaningless because there's a couple matchups like the broncos raiders that's one of them i want to talk about now that russell wilson has been benched likely to be cut broncos are out uh jared stidham they're pleased with him that was good you know they're pleased with jared stidham he's gonna get another start in week 18 i also found out jared stidham's been on a uh, a ten million dollar, con- a two year contract, five million guaranteed so- this year. So it's like, well, that's that's pretty good indication they're going to use him. That's that's a hot, bigger contract than guys like Trubisky and some of these other backups get. So uh, that's a that's a real that's a real solid backup contract. So uh, Sean Payton's got to be happy that you know Stidham didn't turn the ball over. He threw for like two hundred fifty yards. They get the W. You know, so this was good. Please with Stidham. Russell Wilson here at number 11 on this finish chart, uh, Steve. But, um, yeah, I still see Josh Allen uh, clear number one uh, ahead of Hurts. And Lamar Jackson right there at number three. After this past week, I definitely think he's your MVP when you combine his finishes with his uh, his record and his narrative this year. But Dak Prescott's right there. He's been on fire with CeeDee Lamb. Uh, and then you got Jordan Love. So it's like elite company because with Brock Purdy, Mahomes, Tua, Goff, and, and Baker. Baker, come on, man. We just have to beat we just have to beat the Panthers this weekend. The Bucks are in the playoffs. I mean, that's that's what we're looking at. Because you got the the Falcons are playing the Saints, and the Falcons can win, but they need us to lose to the Panthers to get in. So the Falcons are still have a shot, you know, and they just lost to the Bears. Uh, and I, I think Arthur Smith is is definitely on the hot seat because he just he's just a whack a mammy coach, man. That guy is kind of out there uh, with what he's doing there in Atlanta. So what's uh, what's your thoughts on all this, Steve? We talked a bit. Well, we every time Saints and Bucks meet up, we always talk about how brutal of a matchup that is. They always Saints always seem to play a bit better against Tampa that that rivalry is definitely one that uh, is should be watched uh, you know now going forward the same as uh, Green Bay and, and the Bears like there's just something unique about those matchups where they make each other that much better uh, or or in this case not better Baker did not have the best game but he almost came back and won it for him at the, uh, the very end there so but uh, I do like Tampa's chances. Uh, Panthers have looked, I don't know. Now that they've gave us the last, uh, the first pick, I wonder if they actually start trying to win games. But I think at this point, they're just, they've mailed it in. And uh, I don't know why you should just put uh, Price on the bench and let him take the rest of the season off at this point so he doesn't get Yeah. Hurt. You know the Bucks are going all out because they know they're, they're if they just win, they can get in. You know, so they got to win. Uh, and that's the thing. Like, if the season ended today, the Bucks get to, to get in. Look, if they win, greater than 99% chance that they get in. Uh, so I, I, even if the Saints beat the Falcons here, I still don't think they get in 
because of our record with them is tied. And so it goes, then it goes a lot deeper into all those other things. And I think if you look at the, the common teams and the other um, conference teams and stuff, I think the bucks will slightly edge them out, man. So that's why this uh, next gen stats have, have them at a greater than 99% chance and they're going all out, man. So that's why I, I'm, I, I know, that this past week was not good. We only we didn't score points until the fourth quarter. Like it was, it was this was one of those days. The Saints have always given us trouble, like you said. But I'm I'm holding on to my Baker cards. And uh, hot take: Mike Evans could be on the Kansas City Chiefs next year. Oof. Well, bef- before we get ahead of ourselves, man, he's he's done way more than a lot of people thought he would this year. Uh, he was one of my most drafted guys in best ball because of his draft position. And uh, I think you and I both know he wasn't going to fall off any cliffs this season. And uh, I would I would like to see the Bucks not only make the playoffs, but but go pretty far because uh, not just doing it for Mike, but because I like them as an organization. And obviously we know you do as well. And uh, and we don't really want to see anyone else in that division win this year. Sorry, Carter. <laughs> uh, real quick, Kevin Corey wants to know: Is Roshan Johnson the next Walter Payton, Matt Forte, or Rashawn Salab? Ooh, man, uh, Forte may be one of the most underappreciated running backs, maybe in, maybe in NFL history. Man, that guy did a lot and didn't get the recognition, maybe outside of Chicago, that that he deserved. But I definitely think he's more Matt Forte. He's a receiving type running back that's also a hammer. Leads with his head, which can be good or bad. Uh, but, yeah, I think he's going to be a big part of next year. And uh, you can see that they've already kept him active every week uh, versus uh, not. So I think that he could actually be the primary guy in two years once uh, everyone else's contract runs up. Yeah, uh, Roshan Johnson's a guy I'm buying this offseason. I'm definitely going to be sniping him, be trying to buy him at some shows and stuff. Uh, he's a stud. He's a stud. Uh, Filthy mentioned that the Eagles will play the Bucks if they get in. So we're we're probably looking at an Eagles Bucks uh, wild card playoff round, which <laughs> that'll be a fun matchup. That'll be fun. Jim Jim B says, uh, "What do you think of the PSA ten instant Brock Purdy goodbye twenty twenty two instant uh, Brock Purdy." Yeah, printed serial number out of three thousand eight hundred sixty-one. PSA ten. Uh, what's the what's the price point? We can uh, we'll, we'll look that up real quick. That's an interesting one. Let's see. Let's go ahead. Yeah, and look be curious up. to see what that's going for. Rock Purdy. Pull them up. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine Dallas losing to the Commanders. That would be crazy. So Panini instance. Let's see what we got. Uh, which photo variation? He said it was the one numbered out of three thousand eight hundred sixty-one. Do you, do you happen to know which playoff or which uh, photo variation that one is? Oh, uh, here it is. Okay, it's the it's the the portrait. Um, okay, so you had a recent buy it now on Monday of one thirty. And it looks like December 25th, yeah, another one of 130, 115. 
what's the one year look like on this? Let's go back to October 8th because I'm really curious. So, okay, so 130 seems to be close to the, the high end for that card. I can't really see it going up for more a whole lot more than that. Can you, Steve? I mean, look, because there was auctions at 38 back in the summer. You know, that was the bottom. That card can get pretty low, guys. Uh, that card was like a $30 bottom. And so I would definitely want to get it for like this range. Like you want to get it for auction range. So Steve, I think a fair recommendation here is like 75, 80 bucks tops. Yeah, I would say 75. Uh, obviously off season, you do see a lot of price fluctuations on guys. Um, and it's not, unfortunately with the hobby themes as a primary set, which we know holds a lot of value. But um, if it is a 10, it does get a little bit of a forgiveness on that. It is respectively low pop at 201. So I would say it's it's a good hold. I, I wouldn't pay more than 75. Uh, yeah, there you go. There you go, Jim B's. Good luck, man. Uh, looks like he's trying to snipe. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. Uh, because I think you if you get it for that 75.80, you instantly turn around and list that for 130 to 150. I think you easily sell it in the playoffs. That's a nice, good profit, man. Good profit. Uh, Steve, running backs real quick. Christian McCaffrey, still Raheem Mostert. Missed this past week, but still number two. ETN. Uh, ETN had a big week this past week. Brees Hall had a monster week. He's now back at number four. He's a good guy to buy into because the Jets are out. Rashad White. Just getting there, man. Just ton of volume. Look at all those, those, those three top six finishes there. 14, 15, 16. Uh, Kyron, man, but now his third number one finish, and he missed five weeks in the middle of the season. He's still number six. Bless. Yeah, thanks. I caught, I caught the mute button just in time. But you know, interesting about this list is. Like you said, Kyron, who probably will be like the number over all two running back next year. Uh, the one I think is the most interesting is Brees Hall. Brees Hall, if you look at the start of the season, was not on anyone's radar. After the first couple of weeks, he basically fell off a cliff and then re-fell off a cliff. But there's a lot of top finishes in there. And he's had to do this with just the worst quarterback situations imaginable. So they get a semblance of an offense going with a quarterback, his upside goes through the roof. So I was big on him before the season. It's only panning out late, late in the season. But uh, Brees Hall's a guy that you can still buy relatively cheap compared to some of the other guys at the top of that list. I think um, uh, to, to Filthy's point here, Kyron, a first-round pick in fantasy next year, I think running backs are going to have a resurgence next year, Steve. And you're going to see, like, I think you're going to see probably Christian McCaffrey, Brees Hall, Jameer Gibbs, Bijan Robinson, Kyron Williams. That's five different running backs. I think they're all first-rounders. I think you may see a draft where they all go first-round. I think all of a sudden you're going to see fantasy balance back out to where it's more, you know, running back robust in the beginning as well as, some you know uh lighter 
wide receiver running back builds in the beginning. And I think you're going to see quarterbacks being devalued. I think quarterback enthusiasm will be less aggressive next year um, because you have Anthony Richardson's return combined with better perceived depth um, around the league and and a lot more rookies coming in and out of the first round this next year. So that will lower overall ADP for guys like Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, you know. So it's, it's going to be really, really interesting fantasy year next year. It's going to be different than it was this past year for sure. Um, I think we've learned, like, we're seeing a, a shift and, and we're getting more running backs, like, that have these CMC-type roles, man, and Kyron is one of them. They love that cat. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I do agree with what Kevin said. I think that Kyron ends up probably like a top three to five pick uh, next year. Tyreek's been too good to uh, to not warrant a high pick. CeeDee Lamb will move up. He was a uh, end of the first round, sometimes beginning of the second round guy a lot last year. He'll move up. Look at Amon Ra. He was – End of the wow. second round last year. He, and CD's moved up to number one. Amon Ra, number three. This is crazy, man. Yeah, I think for total points. Uh, oh, you're right. He, he just passed them after this past week. So. AJ Brown at the quietest top five. I mean, AJ Brown's probably now in Snipes territory with this stretch of sub top 10 finishes but he's still hanging around in top four he's still going to be a, a end of the first round beginning of second round some people are going to reach on him wide receiver next year puka right there it's crazy to see puka that far ahead of cooper cup but puka's just breaking records man he's breaking the breaking the norm this year as a rookie crazy man uh dj moore that's a pretty quiet top six, but you know, I love to see it. DJ, I love DJ Moore. He's a beast. Mike Evans, let's go at number seven, Keenan Allen. Uh, good old reliable, trusty Keenan Allen, Stefan Diggs, Jamar Chase. So Diggs is the one that's fallen off the most, man. Look at that, dude. Diggs is falling off a lot, man. Is he is he sliding? That 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 pass offense seems like it's sliding. Uh, they've shifted to like a weirder run game slash like shorter play call approach. I'm not even sure what how I feel about Buffalo, but they not only are they not as dominant as before, but their entire offense is not the same as it was before. So I don't know what to make of that. I don't know if Diggs is falling out of favor specifically, or um, the offense has changed and it's not including him enough in it. <laughs> I love this, man. The chat's on fire right now. Anani says he's sticking to wide receiver first round in fantasy. Uh, Kevin loves your quote, refell off a cliff. Um, Filthy says, get your, get your Wentz rookies ready for when he, he starts for the Rams this week. Um, the... Uh, Reno Reno just hopped in, said, I hope the Steelers beat the Ravens. And uh, Filthy said he's been buying so many A.J. Brown cards for cheap. 
and uh, James is just excited that his PC is CD Lamb. <laughs> the interesting nice. thing about that list there is uh, a name that sticks out to me, not because he's a bear, but DJ Moore. You think about how many better games he could have had with a little more consistent QB play. And uh, if you look at the amount of passing yards Fields has compared to some of the other QBs of the guys on that list, uh, you could see how he could be much higher with just a little more pass volume. Oh, I think we have a new number one tight end in town, my man. Rookie Sam Laporta, dude. So I think next year is also going to be in tight end premium leagues. People are going to draft Sam Laporta, especially in tight end premium. But I think even in some regular leagues, people are going to draft Sam Laporta over Travis Kelsey. I mean, for good measure. Look at look at the finishes. Look at the finishes here, guys. Look at all those top five finishes from Sam Laporta. He's been super consistent with the pass happy Detroit Lions. And that's with Amon Ra Brown as a top three wide receiver. This is crazy, man. As a rookie, for him to do this as a tight end is crazy. So uh, I, I think you could see Sam Laporta going as a top tight end overall next year. You also have Brock Bowers entering the NFL. And I think he's going to be right there in that Hawkinson range. But if you look at the depth of these top 10 tight ends, I think you're going to see some robust tight end drafting next year, Steve. We talked about it a couple of years ago about the the development of the role of the tight end in, in the NFL. And you've got more guys every year, it seems like, that have a prominent position on their team as far as being an offensive weapon. And, you know, in the past it was if you didn't take Kelsey or – Andrews, you didn't draft a tight end until the end of the draft, but that's not going to be happening for very much longer. Uh, Najoku suddenly is just an absolute machine, and uh, you've got other guys emerging. Uh, Laporta has cl clearly injected himself into the top three conversation, uh, coming out at one right now. So I think that's hard to argue that he's not the top tight end drafted next year either. Yeah. Oh, ring, 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 guys. What do we got here? Uh, Mr. Hitman coming in with another snipe. Uh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have. Are are your sniping services available for hire? Yeah, of course. <laughs> should, we might have to. We might have to start you up as a new uh, membership tier service if you want Hitman to just snipe send you listings and snipe for you personally which i i know he sends me like bucks players every week it's awesome guys so hop in a discord server and befriend befriend the hitman here and uh he'll send you links daily of of cards you may be interested in that that fit your your appetite we got the nice one i here, always man. i always got lists sandy i always got lists you, you saw at the national we were at dinner and i was bidding on ebay there's always there's always something going on. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. A lot of yeah, this is um, you know, for anyone that may not know, but Immaculate is the one of the premier, if not the premier next to Flawless, I would say. Uh, or national treasures. Probably you'd put all those in the same tier, wouldn't you agree, Andy? But uh mm -hmm. and we saw a big peak on his cards before the season but i feel like a lot of people 
kind of fell off during the year, and that had a lot to do with Fields more than than him. So um, this could be a big deal. Now, if Fields gets traded and they draft Caleb Williams, which realistically could happen, that's yet another angle in which his values go up. Somebody, uh, somebody's creeping on it. I saw, I saw it inch up from like forty-eight to fifty-one right now. I, I think this one, I think this one might do pretty well. It's just after the week that uh, Moore just had. I mean, the the Bears are pretty hot right now, man. I know they're they're out of the playoffs, but they're they're gonna do their best to eliminate the pack this weekend. I think Fields, especially when you, have you seen the Packers secondary gets shredded the past few weeks. Watch out. DJ Moore is going to ball out this, this week. And this chemistry that him and fields has is really good, you know, uh, really good. So, uh, what do you, what do you think this ends at? What's your, what's your prediction here? Yeah. What's the top top left looks okay to me. Honestly, I thought it'd go for over 70, but there's still a whole minute left. But it's the kind of card that you see with some of the other top receivers in the league that has like 150 plus potential, and his cards haven't seen their their pinnacle yet. Um, and again, that's a lot of that's tied to Fields and his low passing yards. But uh, if they get if they get that offense going and Fields is throwing 30 times a game like he did this past week, uh, you could put him in the top two, top three. If he's already five, how hard would it be to get him a little bit higher with a little more volume? Yeah, if there was one mistake I made last year, it was not buying this sick DJ Moore optic rookie auto PSA 10. This guy had at the national in his box and he was walking around and he offered it to me. It was serial number two. It was a pretty rare optic. It was numbered out of like 79 or, or 49 or something. He was uh, offering it to me for like 180. And I didn't take the I didn't take the deal. That was one that I regret. I next year I'm gonna next year I'm definitely gonna go with with more and and be more focused. I mean obviously the, the buys that I made were very profitable, you know, the Brandon Ayuk, the Tua and stuff. But I, I wish I would have got a couple more like that one. Like that's that was an opportunity I, I knew I should have I should have grabbed, you know, thinking back on it. Ended for 80. This one ended for 81, man. Solid. Beautiful card. And you don't have a single color patch, which is something you don't want. Uh, so, yeah. And uh, Kev was saying something about the corner. It's actually a very thick card. So what you're yeah. seeing is like the three dimensions of it. Uh, it's probably about the thickness of what 10 to 15 you know regular stock paper cards so let's see if there's any more uh matchup we're we're kind of we're running out of time here guys i appreciate everybody tuning in tonight uh dp said they just released a pro bowl yeah steve and i were actually talking about that a little bit before um i guess tj hawkinson got got left out this year man so uh, he's a little bummed about that, but do you think the Pro Bowl selections really have an impact on card prices? Um, be, well, not that much, but 
the direction they've gone with the Pro Bowl even less since it's now like a flag football game. But yeah, uh, I did watch a little bit of the QB, I guess you could call it like accuracy competition last year. And it, that's actually pretty entertaining. So if you haven't seen it before, uh, it is it is entertaining. And you can actually see like some of these guys out in the wild, if you will, just being themselves and chucking the ball. And you'd be surprised that how accurate these guys are even some of the guys that you don't think are good. Interesting. Yeah, that could cause a little bit of buzz. Well, um, so rest of week 18, like Browns are resting starters because the Bengals are out. The Browns don't really have anything to play for. They're they're locked into their seed. Um, it's like the, the number four seed. And the Vikings are out. The Lions, though, are are in, and they do have something to play for. And and Dan Campbell, you know, is just a fierce competitor. So I think they play. I think the Lions try and win this game. Division matchup, you you know, Lions are going to try and win this game, right? <laughs> the way the Vikings have been playing, they may have to not have to try very hard. <laughs> there you go. The Jets at the Patriots. This is another of those like divisional pride game. Two teams that are out. You know, it doesn't really mean anything, but these guys just like fighting for their jobs and stuff. You know their resume, so it, it'd probably be low scoring but competitive. You know, somebody it like probably a good game for Brees Hall or something. But the Patriots' run defense has been playing pretty good. But Brees Hall 30, is really 30 good. and a half, Thir- 30 I'm and a half point to total. Saying that, oh, good lord, uh, and that sounds New like a is actually favored, so that should tell you about how exciting that game will be. Wow. Wow, we talked about uh, Fox at Saints, Saints NFC South, uh, Jags at Titans. We talked about them. Seahawks at uh, Cardinal. Seahawks uh, still have a shot. I know that as of right now, the uh, the Rams are in. The Rams are in, but the Seahawks are on the bubble here. So there is a scenario if the Seahawks win against Arizona, it's forty four percent chance. But I actually think. Steve, who do you think is going to win this game? Because, I don't know, we we may have differing opinions on this one. Um, I thought the past couple of weeks Seahawks have looked pretty flat. So, it's very possible Cardinals win. I mean, they just knocked off the Eagles. Uh, and for yeah. the Seahawks to advance, I think that uh, Packers and Tampa both have to lose, right? Which I, I don't think... Maybe maybe Green Bay could lose because Chicago's playing that good right now. But uh, I don't know. They've looked pretty flat, and Cardinals have looked resilient. I didn't think I'd say that, but I did say before the season Cardinals would win four games. So maybe they do lose this one. <laughs> They're at the four. They're at the four. I think they win this one, man. I think this is a really well-coached team. I'm actually becoming more and more of a fan of the coaches for the Cardinals and their pick is sliding. So they're not their first round pick is sliding. So I think they're going to roll with Kyler. Kyler's an interesting guy potentially investing as well on the low. The, the, the other thing that's going against the Cardinals, they have a really small fan base. Like how many, how many diehard Cardinals fans do you know? You know, it's not many. You, probably, you, you know, this about the Rays, and you have a similar problem with the Cardinals in that most people that move to these areas 
are still fans of their hometown teams. And uh, I know a lot of Arizona people that grew up here and they're still Bears fans. They're still Cubs fans. You know, they're not Diamondback fans. They're not Cardinal fans. And people that moved to Tampa, they're not Rays fans. They're Cubs fans. They're Yankees fans. So I think that you're right. That That is a part of that. Um, it does. It is a small fan base, but they have been good. They have been a good franchise. Maybe not since Kurt Warner was there, but um, that'd be interesting for them to see uh, them play spoiler this week. People will jump on, especially if they draft one Marvin Harrison Jr. I'd love to see what Power Hour LSU with Carter the Power thinks about that. Shout out to uh, our man Carter in the chat. He said the Hitman, he he finished eighth in the Chihuahua Superflex. A little... I know you got a couple of Chihuahuas, Steve. And, uh, <laughs> Carter Carter bagged him a nice a nice bag of green this this past week in the Chihuahua Superflex, man. You know it'd be fun, Carter, is if we go back and uh, I was I was in for a lot of your drafts. We were talking in the live chat, uh, me, you, and Derek. Be curious to go back and find the episode. It'd be kind of fun to find the episode of the uh, the team you drafted because we were all there for for most of those. So. On medi- yeah, on mediocre fantasy. That I so mean, I told him he has to change his his channel name. No. Channel name, dude. You got to put it up. It's, it's can't be mediocre be... winning four thousand dollars, bro. That that'll be your your uh, eight. Well, eighth place is pretty mediocre, I must say. I mean, come on, man. You couldn't finish first, Carter. Really, really. <laughs> on the bright side, you can get that Jamar Chase uh, Tiger Stripe card now. Uh, yeah yeah that's true that's true that's true unless he's already told his wife about it she might <laughs> it's already it's already spent <laughs> she's already booking she's already booking travel for the, the next harry styles show <laughs> uh, uh so we talked about we talked about the bears at the pack chiefs chiefs at the chargers man the chiefs are locked in they're clinched chargers are out do we do we have some some stuff to play for here? Not really, right? I mean, the Chiefs I'm should be resting. Sure. I'm pretty sure I read that Mahomes is not playing. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay, there you go. I figure I figured that Broncos Raiders they're both out, but we do get another Jared Stidham week, and this is a division matchup. So um, I think you got just guys playing for their job. Antonio Pierce has been. Quite the good interim head coach. A lot of players like Devontae Adams are speaking out saying they want and they want Antonio Pierce as their head coach. So he he might end up being uh their head coach next year. He's been a solid man. Uh so I I kind of like him too. I like his press game press conferences after the game. Uh Eagles, Giants talked about that. Rams, Rams 49ers. Rams 49ers, man. This one is this one's pretty interesting here, Steve. Uh, are we getting a, a Carson Wentz sighting this weekend? Carson Wentz sighting? You mean, uh, in, in essence, to them starting their backups? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I haven't maybe. seen anything yet that they're not playing their starters, which I – you couldn't be mad at them if they decided to do that, but I, I haven't seen anything. Let me see if I can take a quick 
because the the Rams the Rams have clinched. They're already the sixth seed, so it's like you're you're not really gonna be able to move. You're not gonna be able to do anything in terms of it, uh, getting the first round by uh, or, or home field advantage. I mean, it's just like just rest, man. I, I, so I I think Wentz, like Kevin's saying it, Filthy saying it, Wentz confirmed. They already announced it. Look at that, man. Did they? Oh well. Yeah. James Wentz, you have my attention. And and James just confirmed Lamar has now surpassed Josh Allen. Whew, that's big time. That's big time, man. We've been we've been calling that all year. We've been talking about it, so it's fun. It is fantastic to see the hobby react accordingly to the talents and the production, the MVP race. The 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 roster as a whole, they're betting on Lamar to go to the Super Bowl, man. At this point, Steve, are you disagreeing with the people about the Ravens? Uh, the one thing I will say is you can't take anything away from how good that team's been this year. The one thing you do have to be careful of if you're looking at historical data regarding the Ravens is their playoff record is not that good. Even the season that he won MVP, I'm pretty sure they were a first-round knockout. So so maybe they can break that stigma. I know that there's a lot of stigmas in the NFL that people like to lean on about QBs being good in prime time or, you know, failing in the playoffs. I know that that goes for all sports. So uh, they're definitely hot, although I will say that compared to those other teams, the defense is much better. So I, I do think that they actually break that trend this year. And then last but not least, the Buffalo Bills are fighting to get in. They need a win. They're playing the Dolphins. I imagine the Dolphins are actually playing here. Um, I do think there there's home field advantage for them to fight for here. So... Yeah, I, th- I I think the Dolphins are playing here, Steve, because they lost to the Bills, remember, in in London earlier in the season. So there's there's if they tie record with the Bills, there's home field advantage on the line, man. They they've got to they've they've got to win this game. So this one on Sunday night is actually pretty exciting to watch this division matchup: Bills Dolphins. We can see if Stefan Diggs really is just a shell of his former self or if he's going to come back to life. Yeah, it says he's practiced uh, despite the shoulder and quadricep marker that he had. Uh, and you're right, a win would clinch the number two seed. So that's a pretty big deal. That's a big deal, man. That's a big deal. So that's- we, do, we do know that they have a – uh, a home field, if you want to call it vantage, uh, compared to a lot of other teams with the away team sideline facing the sun. Although in the winter, the heat is not quite as big of a, a factor as it would be uh, in the summer, early in the season. So, Steve, uh, we are we are out of time here. Any final thoughts on week 18 before we sign off, brother? Uh, well, I know that there are some leagues, Andy, still running, which is a bit dangerous because there's a lot of historic 
benchings or uh, teams taking players out because they've clinched up uh, clinched up things. So if you got any guys still going this week, if you're in any tournaments, Andy, I think that the uh, what is it? The best week uh, on underdog is still going. Whatever that uh, tournament was called, weekly winners. Weekly winners is still going this final week. So uh, who knows, man? You might you might be able to get a last week W here with a uh, backup QB you drafted. Go Darnold. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, good luck if you're in any of those. And uh, let's see what shakes up, man. There's just too many key matchups to, to discuss all at the last uh, few minutes here. That's right, man. Hop, hop in the Discord, guys. Hop in the Discord. Uh, we actually have a channel in there called Card versus Card. Put up a card that you want to bet Steve or I or, or some of these other guys like James Carter is in there as well. Uh, Filthy's in there, and uh, you can you can put your your card where your mouth is if you uh, you want to put up a card. I I lost a blaster box of 2023 Prism to uh, Carter this past week <laughs> against over the Saints Bucks game. So uh, week 18. We'll have to find something else. Maybe I'll double down. Uh, just kidding. But, um, yeah, I might, I'll, I'll go head-to-head with somebody else, with a Panthers fan. So if a Panthers fan's out there that wants to put up a DJ Moore card, I'll I'll, I'll go in on it. Yeah, or, or do a, uh, a DFS sheet against somebody, you know. Don't forget that even though, uh, even though most leagues are over, you can pop on most of these sites and do a DFS sheet. Or player pickums, Andy. Player pickums. Underdogfantasy.com promo code quest. Footballcardquest.com. Go premium. All part of the nooffseason.com sports card network. We appreciate you guys. Good luck this week. We'll see you next time. Peace.